welcome to the Tiny Horrors Podcast. You know us from our Instagram account, where we showcase the best in micro-horror. But here, strap in, longer stories that will terrify you are about to come to life. Our first story of the day comes from the subreddit, Short Scary Stories, and from the author, you slash Confra. The story is titled, Annoying Neighbor. I used to live in a small building downtown. One of the reasons I moved out was the bad neighborhood, including this guy in the apartment right over mine. It was a weird looking fella who mostly kept to himself. Around midnight though, there was frequently a strange noise that got on my nerves. It wasn't loud, to be fair, but I have really light sleep, so it was hard to get my eyes shut with those little bumping sounds going on and on. It reminded me of high heels walking about, but not as loud, as if the person causing the noise was actually trying to be silent. After a few days, I realized the pattern was always the same, like a recording played over and over with random intervals in between. And that went on for the best part of a year, always the same sequence of bumps slowly tattooed into my mind, sometimes for hours straight during the night. It was only several years later, helping my daughter with her homework, that I learned a little bit of Morse code. She knocked on the table with her knuckles, and a shiver immediately went through my spine, as I recognized that exact pattern. When I asked her what it meant, she laughed. It's the easiest one, Daddy, she said. It's the one to call for help. The second story of the day comes from user Neon Tempo and is titled A Day Off in Hell. Hell is a room with two doors. The first shuts behind you as you step inside. It locks into the frame, never to open again. The second door stands at the opposite wall. A solid, implacable barrier, its purpose utterly inscrutable. As soon as both doors are closed, your torment commences. The room houses a single unique punishment, dealt out at the deft, sadistic hands of your custodian. You will scream and you will cry, and as you watch your wounds heal just enough to keep the pain fresh, there will be nothing that you want more than to escape. Once you have endured 24 hours of punishment, you will be permitted a day off. The second door will swing open, revealing a bare, soft-lit room, and any time you wish, you can pick yourself up and shuffle, unimpeded, through the doorway into the gray stone room. The space is featureless, except, as always, for two doors. As the door shuts behind you, your wounds will heal, your pain will subside, and for 24 hours, nothing will happen. There is no special comforts. But in the quiet absence of ceaseless torment, you drink every second in like ambrosia. Here's the thing, however. When your time is up, when the second door opens and you're pulled inside, you'll be in a new room with a new tormentor. And, importantly, your punishment will be noticeably worse. Some take a while to notice the pattern. Some notice immediately, but just can't take the pain. They dash through the door as soon as it opens, eager for the day of peace. Those people have it the worst. 
they descended quickly beyond the realms of unimaginable suffering, and, in their yearning for release, will only make those twenty-four hours more inadequate. All of them will start to think of their earlier punishments almost fondly, lamenting that they ever set foot in the Grey Room, but unable to stop. The real trick is played on those who learn restraint. Those who realize the bone-rending torment they're undergoing is better than anything beyond the Grey Room. Their heart breaks a thousand times. Every moment they decide not to step into that next room, their soul shatters the moment they decide they're going to stay in that room. Hell is a room with two doors. The first shuts behind you as you step inside. It locks into the frame, never to open again. The second door stands at the opposite wall, open and waiting, reminding you with every agonizing second that this is a hell you choose. Our final story is from user Horror in Pure Form and is titled, I Hate It When My Brother Charlie Has to Go Away. I hate it when my brother Charlie has to go away. My parents constantly try to explain to me how sick he is. I'm lucky for having a brain where all the chemicals flow properly to their destinations, like undamned rivers. When I complain about how bored I am without a little brother to play with, they try to make me feel bad by pointing out that his boredom likely far surpasses mine, considering his confine to a dark room in an institution. I always beg for them to give him one last chance, and of course they did it first. Charlie has been back home several times, each shorter in duration than the last, but every time, without fail, it all starts again. The neighborhood cats with gouged-out eyes showing up in his toy chest. My dad's razors found dropped on the baby's slide at the park across the street. Mom's vitamins replaced by bits of dishwasher tablets. My parents are hesitant now, using last chances sparingly. They say his disorder makes him charming, makes it easy for him to fake normalcy and to trick the doctors who care for him into thinking he's ready for rehabilitation. They say that I'll just have to put up with my boredom if it means staying safe from him. I hate it when Charlie has to go away. It makes me have to pretend to be good until he's back. Thank you for listening to the Tiny Horrors Podcast. Come back next week for more tales that will terrify you. And remember to visit us at our Instagram page, at Tiny Horrors.